Dearest Ava, I'm happy to write that my final exams begin in a week, and if I pass with high marks, I'll be graduating top of my class. It's been a long two years, and I cannot wait to return to Avondale. I have something most important to discuss with you about my future. As you know, I value your opinion as my friend, and although I'm uncomfortable revealing more than this in a letter, all I can say is I cannot wait to see you again and hear your thoughts on my plans. How are you and your father? Have you heard from Kyle recently? He hasn't written from West Point since semester break, and I'm sure he is busy preparing for his final exams as well and his new commission in Texas. My mother writes that many exciting things have occurred in Avidel of late, and you are due credit. However, she did not go into detail. She felt it was your place to tell me. I fear I know what she wouldn't say, and I beg of you to please tell me I'm wrong, Ava. Please tell me you haven't been up to your mischief matchmaking again. You promised you'd learn your lesson after you matched Miss Rochester and Mr. Stanborough before I left for university. You lost your tutor and companion because of this match. Don't you recall how upset your father was to lose Miss Rochester? He threatened to send you to Miss Pemberley's to finish your schooling, and he did. You cannot keep meddling in people's lives, Ava. It isn't right. If I have misjudged you, please forgive me, but I know you well, my dear friend. You no doubt feel there was no harm in the match since Miss Rochester is very happily married to Mr. Stanbury. But it might not be the case the next time, or the next. Can you not see the caution you must take in these endeavors, Eva? Can't you see the reason and stop before someone gets hurt? I anxiously await your response. I will write again when my travel plans are arranged. As always, I'm forever yours truly, Joan. Chapter 1 Avondale, Georgia, 1836 Ava Monroe pursed her lips and refolded the paper before replacing it in the envelope and tucking it into her dress pocket. How dare John Franklin criticize her for matchmaking? If he wasn't her brother's best friend, and her own, She'd never speak to him again. She recalled their last outing before he left for the university. Even though she had told him she'd learned her lesson in matchmaking, she hadn't. But she wasn't the only one who hadn't kept their word. John had promised to return home for visits. Less than two days' ride to the university, yet he'd only been home once for Christmas, having caught a cold last December that prevented him from traveling. He hadn't even come home last summer. Instead, he'd accompanied his parents on an extended tour of Europe. Sure, he'd written. Letter upon letter about the many libraries and museums he'd visited. Sometimes his letters were exhausting to read, but she cherished every one of them. While he'd been away pursuing his studies, Ava had pursued matchmaking. She'd seen two very successful matches and was working on a third at this very moment. Each success gave her the confidence to try again and she would not rest until she found a proper match for Miss Jane Tippins. Well, Jane whispered when Ava rejoined her in the hallway. Did Mr. Caulfield write? Ava shook her head. No, the letter's from my friend John. Do you remember me telling you about him? He's been away at the university studying the last two years. He wrote to say he'll be graduating soon and returning home. That's wonderful news. Jane smiled brightly, 